Well Within Reach is brought to you by Riverside MyChart, your simple, secure, and confidential online health connection. With just a click, Riverside MyChart lets you stay well connected to the same information your doctor sees. You can request prescription refills, pay your bills, schedule your next appointment, and more. Manage your care from your laptop, tablet, or phone. Whether for yourself, your kids, or the grandparents, MyChart makes your busy life just a little easier. Learn more and enroll today at RiversideMyChart.org. Just another way to stay well connected from Riverside Healthcare. Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. Thank you for tuning in to the Well Within Reach podcast. I'm your host, Katie Salwai, and joining me today is advanced practice provider, Larie Shule. Larie has been practicing family medicine at Riverside since 1984, and she currently sees patients at our Riverside Healthcare Watsika campus. Thank you for joining me today, Larie. You're welcome. Could you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got into medicine? As far as how I got into medicine, I've been with Riverside, like you said, since 1984. And as an advanced practice nurse, I started off first as a nurse on the medical floor, then went to critical care, then cath lab, open heart, neurosurgery. And as an advanced practice nurse, then I wanted to do primary care. And it always was a goal of mine to take advanced practice or primary care back to the rural environment. I've always been a rural person. I'm born and raised in Iroquois County, and that's where I still live. So my husband and I still live in Iroquois County outside of Ashcombe, between Ashcombe and Danforth, and we're busy. Not only we had four, we have four daughters who we now have seven grandkids, so the weekends are busy with grandkids. So that's about as much as a excitement we have in our life is full-time working and full-time family. Well, that's a good full-time. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Medicare annual wellness visits and how to maintain that quality of life after retirement. So let's start off with what is a Medicare wellness visit? A Medicare wellness visit is a visit that uh, Medicare will pay for once a year for their members. And that visit does not go get charged to their deductible or their copay. And that visit is not your typical, we're going to address your high blood pressure, your diabetes. It's more on focusing on their wellness. We spend some time talking about their cognitive level. Do you think you're slipping? Does family think you're slipping? We spend time talking about what we need to do to keep you healthy, your diabetes, your mammograms, etc. We also spend time on what are the wishes that you want to do in life as you continue to get older? Have you had those conversations with your family? And then we talk about the different other recommendations that Medicare has, because Medicare really does want to keep their members healthy and keep them healthy for as long as they possibly can. So that's kind of the, the drift of these um, visits annually. And those wellness me- measures then help to keep those members healthy and thriving in their golden years. Okay, well, and healthy, staying healthy on your course is a lot easier than, oh, I have something wrong and then trying to correct it later. So getting on the right path early or right away is definitely a benefit. That is correct. Okay. So you kind of went through why these visits are so important, but um, I kind of I think you had mentioned before is like taking care of yourself. And are there any other benefits to 
that conversation to have with your provider of why these are so important? There is, because there's sometimes, um, there's a questionnaire that we do at first when they first come to that visit, and that's a pen and paper type questionnaire. And that opens the door for a lot of conversations that some people who may be very proud will not answer yes or no to some of those questions. And it may give us insight into, do they need additional services at home? Do we need to get them some help with doing the housework? Do we need to get them services as far as can they navigate safely? Do they need walkers? Do they need canes? So there's a lot of other additional things we can do to keep them independent in their home, keep them safe, keep them healthy. Oh, and that's definitely a good thing. I know it's it's hard. I'm Even my parents getting older and you can kind of see the change of, oh, I don't want to lose my independence, but it's very important to, you know, catch those things in your visit and you know, it's a, it's good that you guys are asking those questions and finding that stuff out benefit for people for sure. Um, and talking to you before, uh, you found some really interesting um, statistics and some alarming research about what happens after retirement. Would you want to share some of that? Yes. Um, when Riverside asked me last year if I would do some community talks on the Medicare wellness and why they're important, I told them, yes, I would. But as any of you who know me, I'm a yeah, butter. So I said, okay, I will, but I need to know the whys. So I went out there and did some research and said, why are these important? And the first thing I did was I looked at the top 10 causes of death, which those vary from year to year to year. And many of those top 10 causes of death that are still current today are targeted in these wellness visits. So Medicare is really focusing at those common causes of death and wanting to prevent those and keeping you healthier. And then I went back and said, okay, if it's just after we're on Medicare, is it real important to the rest of us? So I went back to see who's dying from these things. And that's when my eyes were really opened. There was some research that I found from the Social Security Agency from way back in the 1940s, replicated in the 1950s, and the common age where people were dying was age 65 to 67, not what I expected to see. And if you were lucky enough to retire early, the takeaway for that was You worked yourself so much because you were so ill, those people were dying at about age 62. So I found that pretty alarming. So then I tried to find newer research. In 2017, so several years later, AARP repeated similar research. And the title of that research, surprisingly, is Will retirement kill you? Question mark. It just might. And we have not changed those outcomes. The people who die from these top 10 things are still the 65, 66, 67-year-old. Those people who retire early are, again, those people who work, 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 worked, did not take care of their health, did not do preventative wellness, and unfortunately were already ill And by the time they retired, the illness was so severe that it was taking their life at an early time. So that's the kind of spin that I do on my practice with all my patients, not including the Medicare wellness 
and Medicare age, but all my patients. I say, I want you to embrace your wellness. We're looking at the top 10 causes of death, and we're going after that now to keep us healthy so that we can impact that research. Now, my men, they're a tough they're a tough group to battle. So I kind of have to tell them, if you bought a new car and they told you you have to do three things to make this car last you 15 years, and that's keep air in the tires, change your oil filter, change your spark plugs, I can guarantee they would do all three things of those every year. So that's the kind of takeaway we have to do with these wellness initiatives is make sure we do them every year to try to catch these illnesses before they sneak up on us. So glad that you're, you know, on top of that, it's nice to, and I even now going to my primary care thinking of, I don't want you to have this down the road. So let's look at this now. Let's improve this now. And it's like, well, yeah, I don't, I don't want that to happen to me. I want to make sure that I'm as healthy as can be. I've got little kids. And then you're thinking, I mean, you've got grandkids and these people are retiring. You want them to enjoy their life, not have some unexpected illness or an, an illness that might could have, you know, been prevented, come up or something. So yeah, definitely taking advantage of these um, these programs or these these visits is definitely important. Now, Riverside, too, even for their employees, has the REACH program that they do for the employees where we do annual lab work. And historically, I always sat down with my patients and also the employee patients, and we talk about cholesterol, the good, the bad, the ugly. And Riverside is now kind of embrace that as well, too. Because once you know, hey, if I can get my good higher, that's a great thing. Oh, my bad is too high. I've got to get that down. What can I do about that? You kind of totally change how you're looking at food, how you're looking at exercise. So just to have somebody tell you your cholesterol is good is not all you need to hear. You need to be empowered to say, okay, but what's my good, what's my bad, what's my ugly? You need to know all of them so that you own your health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Seeing the numbers makes a difference. And then seeing the improvement when you are working towards it is, is definitely helpful as well. Um, so in addition to these Medicare wellness visits, what else can patients do to stay healthy? Patients always can stay active. Using their joints, getting up, getting moving is going to help hopefully delay the development of arthritis hopefully develop, prevent the development of spondylosis or the spine getting stiff and not wanting to move or spinal stenosis. So we want them to stay active. We want them to keep their balance, keep their core muscles tight so that they don't trip and fall. At these Medicare wellness visits, one of the things that is discussed is home safety. Uh, One of the number one causes of trauma to the senior citizens is trips in the home. So we want them to get rid of the rugs. We want them to get rid of the flowing bed skirts, the flowing bedspreads, the flowing curtains so that they don't trip and fall. So staying active is important. Eating three times a day, not once because they can only afford it or they're not hungry enough, but eating three times a day, incorporating protein into their diet. We spend some time in the office, too, talking about a lot of times, especially if they've lost a loved one and they're home alone, oh, I'm not too hungry, I'm just going to eat once a day. That meal might be cheese and crackers because that's all they're hungry for. You have to talk about, well, your body's going to start burning your muscle then for protein. 
and that's going to lead to weakness. We also talk about sleep health. If you don't sleep well, the daytime's not going to be a good time, and that can lead to daytime fatigue, making them want to trip, fall. So it all kind of plays together, staying hydrated, staying active, eating well, sleeping well. Definitely sounds like something, I mean, more rather than more of a visit type thing, it's more of a conversation to figure those things out, kind of, kind of get to the bottom or, you know, kind of get the start of it to, you know, see where I can start to help you in this area. Or maybe here's something you didn't think about before. Maybe we should look at this, like, you know, like I said, getting rid of those rugs or those flowing curtains that could be posing a, a risk to you as, mu- as much as they look great. We want to make sure you're safe type of thing. Yeah. Most, re- uh, most recently, I had a patient who kind of chuckled, and she said, well, I don't have any rugs in my home, but I recently tripped on a rug at a restaurant, and she kind of giggled, and she did not get hurt, but she said, guess what? Rug's not there anymore. I said, that's a great thing. <laughs> yeah, something you don't really think about until it's like brought up, and you're like, oh, I wouldn't have thought about it that way, but it's definitely something you want to watch for. So, um, so if somebody's interested in like looking more into this or scheduling their annual wellness visit, what, what should they do? All they have to do is call their provider and they can make their annual wellness or just discuss it with their physician or their advanced practice provider or their physician assistant, whoever they see annually for their wellness. What I'm trying to do is anytime we get that appointment and we do that, I then schedule them for their next routine appointment, but I also ask the front staff to schedule them a year out for that wellness so that it's kind of just like that dental appointment. I was here in October. I better come next October. So it just gets routine and it's on the books Um, because as we age, some of the things that apply to us at these appointments kind of changes Mm -hmm. because the guidelines change with aging. Um, Yeah, so if you're looking or you're interested in finding out more or you want to schedule, go ahead and talk to your provider and uh, go ahead and give give their office a call. Uh, There's also going to be more information um, on Riverside's website at riversidehealthcare.org. So, Larie, is there anything else that we may have missed that we want to make sure our audience knows about? Um, I think I still just want to challenge everybody to just embrace your health. And even though when you look at those causes of death, even like the top two, our heart disease and cancer, and you think, I don't have that. Just purely knowing your cholesterol, you've now decreased those. Doing your colonoscopies, as recommended by your providers, you've decreased those. Doing your mammogram, you've decreased those. Doing your pap smears, you've decreased those. So you're going to kind of put that 66, 65, 67-year-old data We're going to push that out and push it out. So just keep embracing your health. Follow along. Do what we know we need to do to make sure we don't have any of these things and live a long, healthy life. I like what you said. Embrace your health. So make sure you embrace your health and talk to your primary care provider. They're there to help you. They care about you and they want you to um, live a long, healthy life. Thank you so much for joining us, Laurie. And thank you for tuning in to the Well Within Reach podcast.